Welcome to another episode of the Family Values Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Ayers. I'm with my co-host. Tamisha Spann. And we have a guest today, my homie, the big homie. Yeah, I love him. Ace. <laughs> Lonnie, what's good, man? Yeah, it's good. We talking about mental health today and the importance in our community. Um, Man, I can't say enough about how important it is Mm -hmm. for us to have our mental health and how much it's not paid attention to in the black community and how much we kind of downplay it and we don't put the, the right spin on it, the right importance or the right focus on it and how we need to start focusing on those people and how we need to take the care and the time to focus on them and give them the right uh, love. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The right love and, and show them the right attention. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 take it to the panel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's open discussion. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll start. Get money hands. Get money hands. Get money hands. Rub together. Um, I'll just start with. I think that as a people, brown people, which I love so very, very much, um, we have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah. And pay attention to ourselves and our loved ones, our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you don't feel good. Uh, don't. But it should not be one of those situations where you always not feeling good. Something's always wrong. Something's always not feeling right. Yeah. Um, and we got to pay attention and stop listening to you know, those old people saying, not just old in age, but just that old way of thinking. Nah, you must be crazy. Guess what? We all a little, little touched. Yeah. A little special. <laughs> a little you know, different. And that's okay. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes us awesome people is because we are different um so we gotta get over that don't get help don't talk to nobody hold it in we gotta get past that because we can't thrive we can't build we can't unify we can't create we can't dominate and be the best us by holding ourselves back and not paying attention to what's going on with us so Checking our mental health is just as important as going to the dentist. It is. Just as important as going to the health doctor. Just as important, you know, as checking, getting, hey, you get your hair done, you get your nails done, you go to the barber. That's important to check your mental health. Yeah. Um, I guess with mental health, I've noticed when I, and I feel like in our community, it comes from passed down trauma. Um, Yep. I've learned... And I work in the field for years, so I've learned that, you know, even with, you don't even realize that, that your parents might be passing down trauma to you. You, you, you might have had a daddy that went to war, 
you know, was in yeah. a war zone. <laughs> you might have had a family member, a, a mother, father, <laughs> uncle that really was involved in a lot of things that w what isn't really normal. Like, it's right. not normal for your mom to be a prostitute and you be around pimps. You know, you might see yeah. traumatization and now you're being passed down. Or even from the, just my father, for example, from, this is my, came from a civil rights era where kids were being murdered. Um, you know, so you gotta think about that in that context. Him raising me, he doesn't think that he might be passing down trauma to me, but sometimes how he rears me and raises me to, I guess, be above my years and be a man before it's my time, he might not really realize that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that, in some ways, can be helpful, but in some ways, I don't know if that's necessarily helpful. I don't think it's normal for uh, a six or seven-year-old to feel like as if he's different from his peers and he, the odds are against him, even though the odds are yeah. against him. But certain things that we shouldn't have to pass on, like holding your tears in, you know, yeah. it's okay to cry. You know, to me, that's your passing down trauma, 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 traumatization. Yeah. So I think the big part of that mental health thing, uh, the big, big theme in mental health also is passing it down from generation to generation. Yeah. It could be something as small as whipping your children. Oh, get get that switch. I'm about to be, you know, stripping it down to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that not doesn't necessarily work for mm -hmm. all children. So we got to look at how we right. run our children, how we talk to them, what we teach them as well. Because we're, all we're doing is passing down that trauma. And sometimes we don't realize it. So I, I think um, I think a core thing with black people in our community is not only... Uh, getting a cure but knowing where it stems from so we mm -hmm. can move forward. Oh yeah. Well <clears throat> I know for for me personally, um especially this year, mental health took a different like uh, a different meaning for me. Yeah. Um now I'm gonna go back further because we're gonna take a deep dive. Uh -huh. <laughs> so for so for me even further back I can talk, you talked about your father. Yeah. And my dad was in the war too. Um, he went to Vietnam. And when he came back, he, he uh, suffered from P uh, PTSD. Yeah. And um, he suffered heavily from PTSD. He wouldn't talk about the war, not even remotely. Mm -hmm. And um, it, uh, whatever he saw there, because again, like I said, he wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. Um, caused him to drink, caused him to go to alcohol. And, uh, and that, during that time frame, um, mental health wasn't focused on like that, was mm -hmm. it? So <clears throat> he wasn't, he couldn't get the help that he needed. Mm -hmm. So, and he wasn't a bad person. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so this man, because I would see him when he was sober. Yeah. He was, he was a great father. He was a great person. And he, he had, he could build anything in he could do, he could do carpentry. He could do brick labor. Anything. He could build his whole building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From the ground up, just the way they build it. Mm -hmm. But once he got that ball in his hands, it was over. Yeah. And to see that go to waste, mm. it's sad. It is. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it went to waste is because. We couldn't get him the help he needed, mm -hmm. and that's even sadder. Yeah. Right. Because people need help 
and not being able to get them that help. And what's even worse is that he fought for this country. Mm. And at that time frame, they weren't trying to help right. soldiers that came back with PTSD or whatever they came back with. Right. Yeah. They didn't try to help them. They, they gave them whatever they gave them and said, all right, thank you for your service. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much whatever it was. So, and that right there shaped me as a, as a child because I had to deal with him. He couldn't sleep in the bed. He slept in, the, in he, he slept in a different room than my mom. Slept on the floor. He really didn't really sleep. To be honest with you, he had weird dreams. Sometimes he would just drink through the night. <coughs> so it, it was just odd. Yeah. So um, you flash forward. I mean, I, <laughs> um, he taught me a lot of lessons of things that I didn't want to be. So I do thank him for that. Yeah. Even right. though I don't think they were talk to me because that's what he wanted to teach me. It's yeah, just I looked at it. Yeah, 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 it, it was unintentional. Yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, I know I don't want to do that. Yeah. Even though at that, that point in time I didn't understand that he didn't want to do that either. Yeah. Right. So now, being that I worked in the field, yeah. and I have that understanding of what PTSD was, and I look back on it, I wish then I knew what I knew now so I could have tried to help or direct him in the right direction or know somebody yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but even at that, I still feel like the person that I became was because of what he went through. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to change anything. Right. Um, right. And then I go to this year, had a best friend, mm-hmm. committed suicide, um, and for the better part of this year, I mean, that bothered me yeah. tremendously. Because I looked at it as, and, and we talked all the time. <clears throat> I would have never guessed that he was in that mind frame. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the only person. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, here recently, I started going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And, That's a big step. Yeah. And I'm talking to my therapist and the first thing that I, I explained to her is that you know, I felt guilty because I felt I let him down. For him to have to feel that way and for him to resort to that, I thought that I let him down. I thought that was, I, I, took, I took blame. I, I felt like it was my fault. Right. And then for that, and the, the thing that made me feel the worst about it was when we go up there and we find him like that, I thought it's me and his mom. And to see her collapse like that with her, man, I was done. Yeah. That was it. And 
no matter how many people kept on telling me, man, it's not your fault, and then, you know, you can't erase what I saw. Yeah. No matter how many times y'all kept on, and I'm not saying it to you or anybody else, but no matter how many times anybody else tried to tell me it's not my fault, you you're not gonna erase that that sight from me. Right. Yeah. So, but anyways, so like I said, this year mental health took a different path for me, mm-hmm. and learning about that took a different path for me because for months and and the thing is I didn't take I didn't I didn't resort to drinking or anything like that because you know I have a son. Yeah. So I'm not gonna set that example. And then you right. learn from your father. Right. Yeah, I'm not, right. I'm not gonna go set that route. I'm not yeah. gonna set the negative example. So being as I didn't do that and I worked so I did everything I could do. So what I guess what my body and my system responded to it with was migraines. Mm. So I started having migraines. And it went from like maybe once a week to like twice, three times a week. Mm. So (laughs) went to the doctor. Eventually, I got to therapy, and that, that was what the therapist basically told me. Like, like your sister responded to the, the passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, the PTSD, mm-hmm. the anxiety, because you didn't go a different route. Yeah. It was because that right there. Yeah. Right. So the importance of mental health. Is huge, because it can it it can not only affect like your everyday just can affect you physically. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm getting. It's like poisoning your system. Yes, Mm -hmm. it starts mentally and then it leaks out to how you physically interact in the regular Mm -hmm. world. Whether you want to go to work, because even with the not to cut you off, but my passing of my my brother. Yeah, which wasn't too far from this. Maybe a year later. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It hit my father a whole different way. I've never seen my father lay around as much as he did. I've known my father my whole life. As soon as, and this is like a weekend. And even if it's not a weekend, he would get up. Like he would be up extra early, eight, seven o'clock in the morning, getting ready for work. Or if it was just doing lot yard work. But when my brother passed away, man, that was a different uh, father. I don't want to disclose his name, but my father um, was completely different. He lay in bed all day, and I think he self-medicated through marijuana. And I don't know if that was, you know, the best thing for him. But I think it, it took him some time to, to get over that. So it, it, it completely affects your everyday, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It affects your everyday, do, a day, uh, I guess. Routine. Routine, there we go, thank you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's important that we address those issues because it, it'll mess up everything, man. Right. Oh yeah. That's the thing, you don't know how it's, how it's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody's 
mental health is different and it stems from different things. Some stems from the environment, mm-hmm. your childhood, what you see, mm-hmm. what you go through, what you hear, certain stories, um, things are put in your head. Some of it is just pure DNA. You can't help but to have certain things take place um, in, in your life, in your you know, mental state because it was passed down. Yes, some of that is. Some of that hereditary. Is, is hereditary. Having anxiety is hereditary in my family. I didn't know it. I didn't pay much attention to it. I had no idea. Um, my grandfather um, had dealt with anxiety for years. He didn't know it was anxiety. Nobody knew it was anxiety. Oh, he just got bad nerves, because that's what we call it. Got bad nerves. Mm-hmm. I now have bad nerves. Uh, it's anxiety. That's what it is. I had no idea, but it's one of those things that my anxiety is different. I remember, you know, what they show you on TV and in movies is, oh, you got to get a brown paper bag and breathe into it. And that's when, you know, that's when somebody's having an anxiety attack. That's what I remember seeing as an anxiety attack growing up as a kid. I saw that in movies. I saw it on TV shows. Oh, they're having a panic attack. That's what, you know, they called it. Now, it could look like anything. It could look like hives on your skin. It could look like headaches and migraines. It could look like heavy breathing, heart palpitations. It could turn into stress, heart attacks, strokes. Yeah. Um, even more so for women, Bell's palsy. Who would have ever thought that holding in all this stuff could make you look different, affect your skin, have your hair falling out? Yeah, weight it, gain, it, weight it, loss, you know, all these different habits, spazzing out on people or just closing in. Now you want to shut in and clam up. You don't want to, I don't want to people. I don't want to deal. I don't want to be bothered. So, you know, it's one of those things where people have this preconditioned mindset that it looks like this because that's what they show us on TV. Now, I'm 36. It looks different on TV now than it did when I was 12. Yeah, exactly. Mental health didn't look the same. Because it wasn't viewed the same. Exactly. I I think the reason why it was viewed differently because, I mean, mean, it's safe to say we grew up in the Bible Belt. We think, and I'm not, and this is not knocking any Christian. We think Jesus can fix everything. And what I mean by that is not saying that you should have some type of spiritual connection mm-hmm. with them. But that also comes with actually putting the work. I'm faith is work. Faith is dead without works. So therefore, if you know you have even mental health problems, not only should you be going to the church to pray, but your pastor should be able to direct you toward a mental health therapist in the church or in the community to provide you with either A, the medication you need to keep you from self-medicating. Because I want to touch on that point I made earlier about marijuana. I don't have an issue with marijuana. I think it's fine. But when it's making you lazy and you're not doing anything all day, that's problematic. Say it. So, say it. Say it. I think we have to get out of this idea of self-medicating, and we have to go through this alone. I think it's important for people that, uh, that are going through these things to 
they know they have a support system. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these people that we see kind of change their behavior in their routines is because they don't feel like they have the support. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're the only one going through it. So it, it, it feels good to check in on those people that we know are going through this stuff, even if it's a couple times out of the week to let you know, hey, I'm there, you need to talk. Mm -hmm. Talk. Yeah. That, that's support is needed. Too. Yeah. Check on your strong friend too. Yeah, he he they definitely might seem needs it. Strong, but, but he has his weak, or he or she has a weak moment. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm I, glad you said that. It, it's important that you said that about uh, uh, about the church playing a role in uh, mental health and and uh, the therapy too, because the therapists that I go to. They are structured and they're, they're in Christianity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's important that, it's, that, that yeah. And, and that's the thing, we pray beginning and the end of the, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, the therapy session. And it's important that that is in there and we talk about that because you, you should be able to believe in God and understand that yes, God can fix certain things, but sometimes you need therapy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need that outlet. And it, it was shunned upon at one point. Yeah. That was the point I was making. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. You need that outlet. But I, I mean, for other people to understand that, mm -hmm. that you need that outlet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need that. Sometimes you need that outlet. You need mm -hmm. that person to talk to. And whoever it might be for you. Yeah. Because right. it might, it, it, you mm -hmm. might not find it. You might find it to be somebody else. It may be a friend. It mm -hmm. may be your pastor. It may be whoever it is. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Whoever you can find that person that you can outlet to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I 110,000 percent agree. Um, and that's whatever your faith belief is. Yeah. I but I feel like at the end of the day, God put people here to help us. Yes. Yeah. That, that's why we don't have to do it alone. It's the purpose of community. Right. To be that support when we feel like we have yes. no one to go to. Right. He gave us people and knowledge. Hey, guess what? This everybody don't need medication. They everybody don't, don't, don't need shock therapy. Everybody don't need, you know. But sometimes you just gotta get it off your chest. Yeah, you mm -hmm. just need somebody to talk to. Then you know, and 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 people feel like, and that's why I go back to that old traditional way of thinking. No, you can't talk about that. Just go pray. Please pray. Yes, Please right. pray. But let's do some things. But, to reinforce that brand, right. that spiritual side. He, he gave us so many different great things because he is our father. He, mm -hmm. you, Y'all both said y'all dads have taught y'all stuff, whether they intentionally meant to teach you yeah, exactly. or not. Yeah. Yeah. Our father, being who he is, you think he didn't leave us with the tools that we needed, mm -hmm. provided people in our lives so that we could get through it? And... I think it was Tamara, she's on the reel. Uh -huh. She was saying, I grew up in a Christian, you know, household. My parents were very spiritual. She was like, but God gave us these people. Yes, he did. Yeah. He gave us help. He gave us knowledge to help each other yeah. get through life, everything in life, whether it's mental health, physical, you know, <laughs> mental, whatever we go through, everyday stresses, you got to talk to somebody. Yeah. It, they, everybody is not certified. I'm not certified, but I am here. <laughs> but I am. But I promise, I'm here to listen. Yeah. And sometimes people just need that person to listen. listen to. I can't give you advice because I don't know everything. 
But if you need an ear, yeah. call me, text me. And then yeah. put people who are giving an ear, even though you're not going through, don't be afraid to encourage or push those people to say, hey, man, if you feel like you need to see a therapist, it's okay. It's don't okay. make it feel like they're being shamed because right. they have a mental health issue. Because some situations, I think people feel shame and they don't want to mm-hmm. address it because they're afraid of how to perceive. perceive. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I would like to bring into the conversation, um, I think social and economical standings in our society play or contribute mm-hmm. to mental health. Yes. Um, I Very think that's so. one, especially with the black community, I think a large portion of it comes from that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't have access to mm-hmm. the facilities that's needed mm-hmm. to go to a therapist. Like, if you look at, you know, our white counterparts, you know, mm-hmm. that Johnny is in therapy at, like, five or six, mm-hmm. you know? Not saying that all, these, these solve all problems. Right. They don't, right. But they got them in, they, they, don't, they own it early. Right. We don't really get mm-hmm. to address those issues because we don't... We, when we're trying to go to school, we don't have the access, and then we, we're, we're not encouraging it because we're mm-hmm. telling such as don't say nothing. Right. You don't tell nobody me and your mama's fight. Mm-hmm. You don't tell nobody right. what we'll happened last week. Exactly. <laughs> right. When you have that happen, that that happen, you know, that causes. Or if you look at even with a father, mother, mother, and father, if I can't provide the way I need to put, uh, need to need to, I'm probably gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. I gotta worry about how I'm gonna get you. The, the clothes on your back. I gotta worry mm-hmm. about from how I'm feeding you. Mm-hmm. That's enough to drive somebody crazy. Right. Right. So having some type of uh, income or mm-hmm. that plays a part in that. I think, oh yeah. Man. Oh, if yeah. you work in a job and you don't have no insurance, you can't afford to pay for a session right now. Right. Because you don't got no insurance. Right. So right. I think a lot of at least with us, it definitely comes from. The, the socioeconomical standard. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you probably find more therapists that went into high school than you will in your high school. Right. Those resources are oh, I agree. completely different. I agree. Um, the social social services look at things different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they look at, oh, what can we provide for free? I was talking to a young lady last year. There's no help out there. And I was like, there's no help? Like, who do you talk to? You know, for you to say there's no help, what avenues have you tried? You're an adult, have you tried anything? Have you tried any of the resources? Have you tried going to county? I just went on my phone and hit Google and hit mental health. And you know how many places popped up? And I'm not saying everything is free. Everything is not. I do do have an understanding that, for one, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. If you don't even acknowledge <laughs> that you, you have need it. anything, you can at least get a diagnosis. At right. Least. Start somewhere. Yeah. Start some. Talk to somebody. You don't know who who the plug is. If you don't talk to anybody, you don't know who knows who. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can put you in touch with somebody. This person on the sliding scale. Yeah. I can get you a $25 session. You might not have $25 right then, but I'm certain somebody is going to talk to you, help you. Do it's, something. In some sense, you gotta try. Ain't mean to cut you off. You fine. But I know with my personal experience, the first session I went to was free. He said after that we charge you, of course. Mm-hmm. But even if you just go to that one session and just start there, you see how it feels and how it goes. It'll kind of point you in the direction on what you mm-hmm. need to do. And sometimes, you know, unfortunately, like I said earlier, with the social economical perspective. 
you're not you might not be able to afford those sessions but the fact that you just went to that one session is a win mm-hmm. and then two that person might be able to put you in connection with somebody that can probably give mm-hmm. you to at a lower rate or cheaper rate you never know mm-hmm. so you, right. just give it a shot like you said there's studies out there yeah that help mm-hmm. um yeah sometimes you might have to travel but in the age of technology that we currently have pretty much everybody has a cell phone Everybody can get to uh, Man, Walmart and get free Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. whoever that has free Wi-Fi. We got FaceTime. We got, say, we got FaceTime. Messenger. Right, yeah. We got Facebook Messenger. You can't tell me that you can't talk to somebody. They have hotlines for everything. If you yeah. got a cell phone, a you app. got so much power, <laughs> you have so much app. knowledge There's in your app. hand. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I there's need you to look that up. There, there's an app. But, you know, I was looking up mental health. There's, and because of where we are currently at, me not being in my city, I looked it up. It picked up places, yeah. three, four different places for mental health around here. Go to the county. Go to somebody because there, somebody can try to help. I agree. You know, I started going to counseling, which I haven't been in a while, but I started going to counseling. I think my first counseling session, I might have been like 11 or 12. Okay. My mom worked for uh, Carolina Healthcare System back then when it was before it's turned atrium now. Yeah, my mom still works there. (laughs) But, you know, she was working there. I had several sessions that were covered under her insurance. If you don't call your insurance for a lot of people who do work, Start there. If you work, try start there. That's yeah. that's one. Some jobs provided. Some jobs provided. Some religious groups provided. They do. Even if it's not your home church, it don't have to be your home church. Get get help because at the end of the day, <laughs> that's what's most important. Mental health don't see no race. It don't. It don't see no income. It don't see it that do, it, 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 it don't <laughs> care. It, it's just like your res- re- regular physical health. It don't care. The only difference is what you can do about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You can feed yourself better when you make a lot of money. Yeah. You can eat organic everything. You can get top-notch help when you make certain kind of money. But some help is better than no help. I so agree. start somewhere. Somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Check your resources, your local resources. Talk to somebody. So there's a um, there's an app called Talkspace. Mm-hmm. It's a counseling app. I mean, it, I seen I've seen the commercial for it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's this guy's name? Michael Phelps. Yeah. Advertised for it. Um, and they go live. Yeah, they oh, go live. Okay. You can do video yeah. chats with them. Um, you can contact them through text. So I mean, they make themselves available. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no excuse for you not being able to reach out to someone. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Now, that's not saying that you're in the mindset to do so. Yeah. Right. But they, it's available. It's right. Available. But, right. But the thing that, that, that I really want to focus on is, like, we as a people need to look and, and be more uh, open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and more caring and looking at people and mm-hmm. noticing like oh the signs yes mm-hmm. noticing the signs and also oh, yeah. educating 
Educate. That's yeah. important too. Because yeah. I, I just you know, and again not to cut you off, but it was a situation. <laughs> you good. You good. You good. It's a situation that happened at a while I went to where it was a former client of mine that I know has mental health issues, uh-huh. and he was having a moment. Yeah. But the gentleman there that was there to play basketball didn't didn't know this guy from a can of paint. So he just thinking, oh, he's mouthing off of me. I'm about to, I'm about to fight him. Yeah. And I had to pull dude to the side. I was like, look, bro, um, not to give you too much information on the gentleman, but he has no issues. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll make you change how you feel, but I would like for you to take that into account. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude completely changed. He said, I didn't know that, bro. My bad. I'm like, right. yeah, you, I understand you want to jump on him. I said, please don't, because he got me nervous. I have a great story about that. <laughs> I have a great story about that, and, and it it um it involves myself. Mm-hmm. All right, so proud of you passing away. The only person I used to talk to him about my anxiety was him. Okay, and um, my anxiety originally stems from doing security, mm-hmm. um, armed and unarmed security. Mm-hmm. Okay, we talked about this before. Yeah. All right, so. I'm sure you've been around me at certain times where we can be just hanging out randomly. Mm-hmm. You'll see me stand up. I'll go to a wall or something like that, and I just kind of hang out right there. Yeah. Okay. I do that because it's a habit. At that point in time, I feel like I need to see everybody in the room. Yeah. I need to see what everybody is doing. I need to see all the movement in the room at that point in time. Fun and easy. Yes. Yeah. It's a habit. Yeah comes from being, I'm just done got anxious at that point in time. Yeah, I got you. Okay. The only other person that, the only person that knows why I did, did that was Dia. Mm-hmm. Okay. I told Dia that because the only other, the only person I really, you notice, the only person I go somewhere with in public it's was Dia. Right. So if that happens when we in public, Dia know what's up. If somebody start questioning stuff, Dia's like, hey man, he cool. Yeah. Just leave it, let yeah. it, let yeah. it be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we're at a party. Uh-huh. I got up, everybody else is sitting down. I get up. Stand in the corner. Stand in the corner. <laughs> and it's a party full of white people. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that, I have nothing against white people. It's just. We love me and Dia too. are the only black people there. Yeah, right. yeah. You're a minority for real. So we already <laughs> standing out. Yeah. So two dots in a piece of paper. Yeah. So so Dia's like, hey, he, he's he's good. He's just um he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about Gotta it. Do his thing. Yeah, just he, he's all right. And they were so so worried about me standing over there on that wall. Yeah. They were shook. Yeah. I, well, the big black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> exactly. And some of them knew that I had done security and other stuff before. Yeah. So I, I had a going reputation of being... Whooping ass. Yeah. <laughs> so they were... Sure. Yeah, <laughs> a little on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I was like, 
I'm not worried about y'all in that manner. I'm just not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of people in here. I just feel comfortable if I right. hit in my little corner so I can yeah, see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. It's like a comfort zone for right. me. Yeah. I got what you exactly. mean, man. But like you said, education is so key because yeah. it's just like seeing the signs for a seizure. You know, if they can train dogs to sense a seizure in a person, we should be able to kind of notice certain things, you know, pay attention. Not that I want to jump on you. I'm just like, okay, do I need to check on you? Do I need to get you some water? Do I need to get you a cold rag? You know, because you don't know what's going to help calm that person down. And I'll say this. Sometimes talking to someone, getting help, it has nothing to do with saying you have a mental issue, you have mental problems. Sometimes that's the preventative medicine to help keep you from going off the edge. You know what I'm saying? Because you're acknowledging that you have it. Right. You're in the moment right now, so you're trying to calm yourself down. Right. Sometimes you just need to relax, relate, release, and get that out, and you can kind of curve some of the stuff that's too calm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm being feeling this kind of way. Right. You're being proactive. It's just like preventative medicine. It's about to get wintertime. Castor oil. You take castor oil for you get sick. Guess what? Well, <laughs> that face you make it is like, what? I but mean, that's that old school remedy. It's old school. Yeah. But guess what? It worked. But guess what? It worked, though. It worked for a lot of people. Hey, look, I'm just man. using that as an example. I don't man. question the elders, so <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave that alone. But I'm just saying, <laughs> so. you know, sometimes if you talk to folks, you can kind of help curve. I believe a lot of those, you know, shootings that have taken place could have been prevented. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody, somebody had, had talked, yeah. if somebody had, like you said, noticed, paid attention, if somebody even cared to say, how was your day? Are you okay today? Yeah. How you feeling? Because yeah. sometimes that's really all we, not all, but it'll make a difference. I'll say that. If so, somebody just cared and took a moment and said, hey, how you doing today? You doing all right? You, you need anything? Instead of spazzing on people. Yeah. You got a bad attitude. Why you yeah. acting like that? Oh, we, that, that you know. That ain't necessary. Because that could take it to a whole nother level. But it's two things I wanted to discuss. So I'm gonna throw this one out. How do you feel about how do you feel social media? How does mental like how do you feel like it plays in the landscape of uh, mental health? Does it play a big part, little part, or does it have an impact? Do you, you guys feel like it does? I, I mean, definitely I, feel like it does. Um, just even on the self-esteem level, you got so many people who I, I'll take it even further with this because everybody's woke now. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is so woke. Um, You know, I'm I'm saying saying that because... (laughs) I'm going to throw that out next. Right. (laughs) But I'm saying it because we have these preconditioned notions that if you look a certain way, people will gravitate towards you. Mm-hmm. Or because you don't look a certain way, that's why you don't get as many likes or hits or, you know, that's why your DM ain't popping. Yeah. It does play a role. This cyberbullying has taken a whole new turn. 
like I feel like social media could be used for so many great things including getting therapy sessions it could no it can be used for great things you know it can be used for great things but we take it and taint and taint it when you said cyberbullying before you go too far Okay, you know my son loves to play video games. Yeah. Okay, so he's on the video game maybe about two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he's on there, he plays with other kids about his age. Yeah. And one of the kids on there called the other kid a name. And he was hosting the, the game. Yeah. And when the kid called the other kid a name, he was like, look, you're not going to call other people names on the game that I'm hosting mm-hmm. and kick them out the group. The kid got mad that he got kicked out of the group, complained to Xbox, and got a ban on my son. Wow, because he was in the wrong. You was in the wrong. Your, exactly. your son was standing up which, for which, was Yeah, right. exactly. That's crazy. You know that's yeah. learned behavior. Uh, what? You know that's learned behavior to yeah. be that type of person. Oh, that's, like, because kids privilege. don't just don't oh, it was. Wrong, kids. It, like, it was. It was completely. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it because this is my show here. Yeah. Right. This is my show right <laughs> yeah, here. Right. Cool. It was white privilege, and yeah. I know what it was. <laughs> right. I'm not afraid to say it. Okay. Right. So I know what it was, <laughs> and I explained it to him then. So I said, "Look, son, you was dealing with a white boy. This is what happens. This is what they do." Mm-hmm. He was a, he he didn't like what you did to him, mm-hmm. and, and that was wrong. how he retaliated. You can't do this to me. <laughs> That's right. exactly how he retaliated. <laughs> and I said, "Don't worry about it." I said, "Look, you hey, look worst worst is you you gonna play the game tomorrow. Don't worry about yeah. it. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't worry about That's it. Crazy. So now he can play online. No, he can play online now. It just he he was kicked off of there for twenty four hours. Of that. And I said, and you know and I said, don't worry about it. Just don't play crazy. with that kid no more. Yeah, right. Crazy. When you see him, avoid him. Yeah. And that, so, a lot, so like I are. said, a lot of that stuff is learned behavior. Yeah. We're teaching our kids how to behave, whether we know it or not. We're teaching them and how I made, to handle. I'm, I'm, hold on, I'm sorry. I issues. made sure to let my son know that I was proud of him for standing for, up for, for, standing up for yeah. what That's he the believed most thing. and standing up for that other kid. And what was right? Well, yeah, was he right. did the right thing. He did, he the, did right the absolute thing. He did the right thing. thing. I was I was 100 percent proud mm-hmm. of him for doing that because if he'll do that, then he was online. Right. Yeah, he'll do that right. in real life. Right. That's right. yeah. good. Right. Yeah. That's kudos to you because you. I've clearly been teaching them I the right thing. Yeah. It plays a huge role, and people don't realize these kids are getting cyberbullied. And I hate to say it, but it's truth, and I feel it. Yeah. These kids are 10 times weaker than they used to be. When we were kids, I got picked on relentlessly because I was light-skinned, because of how I ran, because I had a gap, I had a jerry curl. Like... I got picked on relentlessly. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I made it. Yeah. I never thought, you know, <laughs> there, there were some things I never thought. I never thought I'm going to come to the school and shoot it up. I never thought about bomb threats. I never, these kids now are so privileged and so weak and so, what, like, I want to fight you. I'm about to close out the show only the way I can. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about I, I, to fight you because, you know, I got picked on. Like, again, my mom taught me, yes, words can hurt, but be the bigger person. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not like they used to be. I, I don't know. Well, okay. That's just my opinion. I know. I respect your opinion. opinion. <laughs> no, listen, I respect your opinion. These kids I agree. Now. now, listen, listen, listen. You <laughs> just I, proved I, how weak these kids are. You went and told on somebody else and didn't tell the whole story. You didn't tell what you did. Yeah. You didn't tell how wrong okay. you were. I'm gonna let you, you know. Went, I'll tell you, you're going with it now. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, saying. these okay. kids, yeah. nah, okay. we, we gotta do better. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do better. Now, for those, okay, there's another thing. I'm, I'm gonna let you close it, uh, Snake, or excuse me, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, you good? Don't worry. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know which one you want to be interested in. <laughs> All right, check this out. Okay, my, I feel like, and this is my opinion. Okay, do you? Okay, do you even think Kanye West has mental health issues? Just to, before I put this out here, do you? Do you think he has mental health issues? Mental health issues? You said, you yeah. said okay. All right, you heard so, that? Yeah, that, I heard it. <laughs> yes, I heard it. You heard that album. I, I heard, the, yes, the, I heard. Uh, yeah. uh, what was it, uh, Bipolar album? Yeah. The, the, yeah, he's he, he, he bipolar. Even with his last interview with Big Boy, I was a little... Yeah, yeah oh, he's bipolar. Okay, I just... All right, just... Have now you heard Jesus is King? I have. Okay. I'm a little confused. But... So, I, I'm not... I, I don't know, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm gonna see where he's gonna go. That's all. I, I'm gonna I, say. Is, I mean, but we've been trying to see where this brother gonna go for some years, man. We see about, where he's with. I, so, I, so my question is, ultimately, that was just an example. What do you do for those who choose not to acknowledge or treat the mental illnesses that they have? Well, how do you handle those situations? Because, in my opinion, I feel like we're looking at a man destroy himself in front of ourselves for our entertainment. So sometimes it's hard watching those interviews because I mean I, I, I sincerely in my heart feel like, damn, is this man taking his medicine back? Like, but what do you do for those people? Himself? Huh? Is he destroying himself? If you're not because taking, if you're not taking care of your mental health, I'm asking health? because okay. there, there's levels. Um, okay, what's his name? Uh, I Orlando. I can't think of his Orlando. last name. That was on the That's So Raven show. Oh yeah, man. That's, that young man yeah, who I once admired. Just being on TV, a young kid, child yeah. actor. When I saw him with Dr. Phil, I started crying. But, but who, he, say, who to say Kanye won't, ain't going through that too? But I'm not. Yeah, I know you're not comparing. Yeah. That, that's my point. Thing. It's different yeah. levels. Yeah, okay. Everybody's mental health is not necessarily a negative thing. A lot of people got OCD. They clean all day long. Is that bad? Because you clean it. You got a clean house? I mean, your car's clean? Is that really bad? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. there's levels. There's levels. Are, Kanye's, are Kanye West children in danger? You looking at it from a social work perspective? No, I, no, I, no, I'm, I, no, no, I'm not I'm, knocking I'm, it. I'm, I'm, but you got a I'm point. Asking, You're I'm, not I'm, in danger, no. I'm, I'm just asking no, the because there's are, levels. Yeah, the children are in My danger. My anxiety doesn't affect you. You see what I'm saying? To an extent where you're concerned about my health because I don't look well. You know what I'm saying? I'm not properly taking care of myself. Everybody's level of mental well, it looks health, different. It looks different. I got and it's presented different. Well, it some is. People, I can't believe you said some, that. Some people are homeless because of their, their mental, mental health, health issues. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. No, 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 no. That I get purpose. what he's saying, and I get what you're saying. So I'm yeah. not I'm not disagreeing. I know I'm well, not saying I get what another perspective saying. look at it. That is true. I get what you're saying, saying, I get what he's saying, but what I, what he's saying is this right here. On a larger scale, it can on on a larger scale and I'm I'm looking at it from this point right here. 
And it goes back to what we were saying earlier about being able to love and see it from that, that point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have as much to lose because of his stature. Ooh. Kanye? Yeah. He's got tons to lose. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying is, as in much. He, no, as in, I'm trying to see where he's going with it, though. Let him go. Let me get, let me get, let me finish what I'm saying. He, he's got a cushion. He's got a lot of a cushion. In other words, there are people around him that are going to, eventually will be like, hey, look here, man. Come here. Come here. Sit down. You think? I, I think know. Kim, I think Kim does yeah. it. I think with the last ring, yeah, Kim kind of like yeah, money exactly. You that, know what I'm saying? He got some people over there that'll be like, "Hey, man, sit, sit down." Yeah, especially, so. especially the Medidas people. And if you don't know, look at James Harden when he walked out in them Jordans. They don't play that. Nah, they send him a whole truckload of what? Adidas what? Like that today. So they don't play. No excuse. They okay. don't play about their money. So. I, I can understand that. I'm the, just saying, so, but, but he only gonna get us so out of control. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, so this, we hope. So, man, ain't no hope that when it comes to money, they, they won't play about their money. They, they, they will, they, they will shut you down. So what happened with money. Lamar? So Lamar didn't have no money. I'm about to say he didn't really affect. He wasn't a major endorser of any. He, yeah, brand. that's my point. But he's not a his major player. Was, I hate to say it. He, he wasn't a major. Okay. His money came I'm from saying, NBA, and okay. the only other I'm thing he saying. had was that he was dealing with a Kardashian. And they had and got you tired think of him. Nobody, okay. <laughs> they had got tired but of him. I'm just proving the point that when you say somebody's going to step in, everybody's not going to step in. We've but, seen but, it happen time. What I'm saying is with Kanye, with his mental health, do you not see it as destructive? As yeah. That's what I'm trying to ultimately so, get to. Is it, how is it not Because you're giving bad information. Because I don't know if you remember that whole White House thing. He yeah. gave a lot of untrue facts. See, see, this is so that's point, dangerous. Right that's my point right here. And you have white people say he, he woke. He, he, that's not good. And he's dangerous. He's dangerous to other people. Yes. And that's a, a problem. Following. That's what I was getting to. That that that's a problem right there. He's dangerous to not just him. He's dangerous to other yes. people. And it's a problem that he's not trying to fix it. There you go. And that's what I'm yeah. He's not trying to fix it and he's got people that's reaching out to him that want to help him fix it. And he's got people to care about him mm -hmm. that want to help him fix it. But he don't want to fix it. Because I guess somehow in his mind, he sees it as, hey, this is all a part of the scheme. This is all a part of the American dream. Yeah. Matter of fact, on one of the songs, on Jesus is King, yeah. he said, this is my right. This is my God-given right. Express eye. I don't even want to talk about it, but yeah. So, but it is. That's but what, what he I, said. But I want, what I do want people to understand is, you are allowed because people say we can't even say what we want. The issue with that is, you could say whatever you so choose, but not without consequences. Yeah, you go. There's so going to be consequences and repercussions. And I'm glad so, you said that. So now. I can finish the show. So I was just saying, I, I wasn't saying that he wasn't destructive. I wasn't saying he wasn't a danger. I'm just saying the way you saw he was a danger and destructive is not how every or right. other people see, might see it. I get what and you're it, saying. And, it, and, it's, and it's 
across the board. I, I just think it, it's, it's across the board. It's across the board. We all see different angles. Yeah, I appreciate the angle you gave me. We all see I different see angles. It from that angle. I'm looking at it from. Are we gonna have to worry about his kids? Mm-hmm. Is his wife gonna be dead? Is his kids gonna yeah, be dead? Yeah, Is he gonna stand? I'm not saying it's not I'm causing right any imminent danger no, no, no. at the I'm time. Not, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not saying right. I'm right or wrong. I'm just I'm saying we all look at it from different, different point of views, yeah. and that's why sometimes it's harder to help people because you're looking at it from one angle. We gotta take a whole view of it. Plus, at what? What? Okay. I'm gonna say this one thing, and then I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna wrap it up. Plus, at what 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 point in time do we like put all the the showbiz aside and actually look at him as a person, like a human being? Yeah. And like that, we say, all right, like what's like what's really your problem, dude? Right. And, and try to be like, hey, bro, you really need help. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you some help. Right. But that's why I was saying we are hoping that somebody steps in because look at how many other celebrities have gone down that rabbit hole in different forms. But in different forms. They're all not on that same wavelength. We all, everybody's going down. Certain people could have been saved on one level or another. Who was that basketball player uh, that had mental health issues? That was, uh, I think he was playing for the Bulls, um, or he might have been playing for Cleveland. Tomorrow, Kevin Love. Mm-mm. He, it was another guy, little red, light-skinned guy with the freckles. Um, oh, I can't uh, think of his name right now. He lost it. He lost it. He lost it. That'll happen. I'm, I'm sure after you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, after you do some things with uh, other people's mamas, yeah, yeah. okay, uh, allegedly, and, okay, and, but and then they allegedly. blackball you out the league. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but he was, but he was. So it's very possible that he was having those mental issues before messing with somebody's mama, and that's what caused him to mess with somebody's mama. Possibly, possibly, we'll never know. We never know. But again, I'm just proving the point that everybody looks at stuff different, different and everybody ain't gonna reel you back in because everybody. Don't see it the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I let stuff go because I don't think it's as much of an issue as the next person. Next person might be like, "Nah, we gotta get them," and you're like, "Nah, chill." Yeah, I know what you're saying. Your same scenario with the and the, the the Blanco people. The Blanco people's like, "Oh my gosh, what's wrong?" He was like, "Nah, he good, chill." <laughs> they don't know me like that, though. Right, but they would have been. <laughs> but if it was up to them, they'd have been and trying to call the, the people on you. Yeah, like, oh, so that's why I'm just deal with saying, that kind of advocated school. Right, yeah. so that's why I'm saying every everybody sees it different. But so, that's all I got. All right, so what I was gonna say was this right here. When you were talking about how all these kids are soft, we are in a situation right now where we have a very bunch of. Uh, a lot of soft people because of social media because we have a lot of people that sit at home that have fingers that do their talking for them yeah but they're soft (laughs) and their feelings are exposed (laughs) and they can't take anything so when somebody says something mean quote unquote Mm -hmm to them, yeah. they're upset, they're hurt. Yeah. So now they have problems. 
So now they either A wanna be mean to someone else or B they have problems now. In which they may really do have problems or may not have problems. We're not sure. So what that leads to is A a bad look for mental health or it leads to cyberbullying like you said and it also leads to things like cancel culture which dangerous. is so unreal and very dangerous and unnecessary so my answer for you when y'all asked about social media yeah. is that it is negative for mental health. It is. It's very negative. It has a negative impact. Yeah. It has a, a huge negative impact. I think it's more negative than good. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, now, I believe if we took control of social media, yeah, which is a hard... Oh, we can't pull at least that. It, it's, a hard, it's a hard to say. It, it's, it's a hard thing yeah. to say. But if you, if you were able to take control of it and use it for your good... Oh, yeah. it, it, it would be possible. Yeah, I agree with you. But um, this has been awesome. I think this is very positive. Mm-hmm. I think we got some things out there. Um, mm-hmm. I have been wanting to do this episode for a long time, <laughs> personally. Yeah. So I want to thank you guys for doing this episode with me. Thank you for having me here. Hey, mm-hmm. man. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you thank for you being for here. Have no problem stepping yes. on the podcast to talk about anything. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, that's an invite. Hey. <laughs> to come back. Oh, yeah. For real. Oh, yeah. I, I, I told him beforehand, anytime, man, I know to talk. Why not try to, you know, put it into some yeah. content and put it out there for the people to listen to? Hey, he, yep. he was one of the first encouragers of me to do this show, so. Yes. All them talks late night no. at the, the group. Home. Yeah. So y'all can thank hey, Ronnie for the show. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. This is another episode of the Family Values Podcast. I am your host, Jay Ayers. Again, for my co-host. Tamisha Spann. And my wonderful, my ace, my homie. Lonnie Lockhart. Yeah. Thank you again, you guys. God bless. Good night. Thank you again for tuning in to the Family Values Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Ayers. And on behalf of my co-host, Tamisha Spann, I remind you until the next time, always be true to yourself. We love you guys. Peace.